This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you near-sighted scrap pile. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerd You tell that slimy piece of worm-ridden filth They'll get no such pleasure from us! Parental discretion is advised. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The show informs us and entertains us, and it binds the fans together. The show is Star Wars on the Record. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And welcome to Star Wars on the Record, voice of Star Wars fandom. And uh, this is Sebastian. I'm joined today by all the crew of the Monster, the Monster All Science Fiction Fantasy Association. And uh, I'm uh, I'm joined by a special co-host today, which is uh, Keith Braithwaite. How you doing, Keith? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. So uh, today is October 29th, 2006, and of course the main subject is going to be, well, as been so far, the fan audio brought to the uh, Montreal Science Fiction Fantasy Association. And uh, we're going to be discussing something that's uh, been worrying a few fans in the past few months now. The uh, guy hicking up in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much too much coke at the break. Uh, that happens. <laughs> no, actually, uh, we're we're going to be talking about uh, Fox canceling some uh, the the future Star Wars show, which is going to be coming up in 2008, the live action show. Uh, we're not too worried about the animated series uh, that's going to be spawning up from Clone Wars, but the actual live action show that's that's scary. No, it's due. It's due in two thousand. When in two thousand eight? Two thousand late two thousand eight. We're going to have the um, the actual. Uh, live well, not the live action series, but the um, the animated series in 3D. Okay. And uh, then we're gonna have in 2009, most likely fall 2009, where we're gonna enter into a new era of Star Wars, and the uh, it's gonna be a live TV series. Well, not a live, t- well, an actual TV series. Live action TV series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Right. Yeah. And then they'll cancel it after a month and a half. Well, that's what uh, what we're all going to be talking about uh, in a few minutes. But first, uh, how can people contact us? Well, if you want to, if you want us to call you, you can just uh, drop us a line at www.swendirect.com, either in the chat room or you can always email us at studio at swendirect.com. Of course, you can uh, talk. You can see us through our webcam. Uh, today, the webcam isn't uh, actually set up, but it uh, it's always you know a fun activity that we have going on. As I was explaining earlier, basically we we just plug in a little webcam, and people can see what's going on, and we interact with the people that way. 
especially when we oh, have big I'm, prize. I'm glad, I'm glad that's not here today. <laughs> well, sir, I could actually, you know, I didn't have over. I didn't have time to do my hair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what little of it there's left. <laughs> of course, if you guys are listening to us right now, uh, you can go to the website and listen to just by clicking on the listen live button. You're going to be able to do that next time around. Uh, if you want to come to the Star Wars blogs on StarWars.com, you can just do that. And uh, all of your comments are welcome. Of course, you can come to our own Star Wars on Direct message boards. You can join me uh, through MSN Messenger at SWENDirect at Utmail.com. And I want to remind you that our faithful sound card has not crashed yet again today. We're very happy and proud about this. So uh, keep up the good work, sound card. Don't crash or anything. We're happy that way. I'm always tempting fake like that. It's uh. Yeah, Murphy, come here, come here, come here, boy. That's it's not his fault. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, right now I'm going to go into the uh, personal stuff segment, and uh, we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct. Some speakers. Yeah, you'd have to put the headphones on in order to li- to to listen to the show. Oh, I'm still have I still have some music playing. Yeah, because I was playing it through my laptop, but right now with the sound card and what I'm doing is I'm I'm actually having the music in my ear, so I can listen to me talk and I can listen to Keith talk and I can listen to you guys talk as well. Um, all right. So uh, in terms of uh, movie, Keith, have you seen anything good lately? Star Wars movies? Or no, 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 just just oh, any anything, any movies. Anything good lately? Uh, no, I've been not in movies so much as uh, I've been watching Heroes on uh, uh, on TV. That's uh, that's a little bit uh, X Files ish. Okay. Uh, not sorry, X Men ish. But yeah. uh, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm enjoying that. And uh, yeah, Jericho as well is uh, is kind of interesting. It's be interesting to see where they go with that. If there's any sci-fi elements that are introduced, or if it's just a straight. Uh, uh, near future drama. Uh, movies, not really. I uh, well, I did. I did see uh, the Prestige the other night. Okay, that was, that was pretty good. With you, Jack Jackman, Jackman yeah, and uh, Christian yeah. Bale. I enjoyed that. That was. Uh, do that you was actually? Do you recommend people should go see it on the big screen, or should they wait for DVD, TV? Uh, it's no. It's not. It's not a big screen movie. You don't. You don't have to see. It's not like f- filled with a lot of fancy special effects, but it's uh, uh, an excellent cast. And, and and an interesting story, a fun story, but it's it's not something you have to see on the big screen. Okay, how how beautiful is it visually? Well, it's nicely shot. It's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's uh, it's it's a nice movie to look at, uh, but not because of the you know the da- razzle dazzle of special effects. It's just okay. nicely shot. But the, the the best thing about it is is the uh, the story and the uh, particularly the cast. Okay, so. Would you recommend for people to at least go see it on matinee if they want to encourage oh, yeah, the movie? Oh sure, sure, yeah. All absolutely. Right. So, out there, you've heard the vo- you've heard the word. So just uh, go see it on uh, the wonderful uh, big screen if you can. Otherwise, uh, it's just missing on something. Just wait till it comes out on DVD. It's not one of those movies you have to wait till it comes out on TV. You know, some of them you have to, because they're just that bad. <laughs> Yes, too many of them, unfortunately. Yeah, it just so happens. Oh, well. What do you want to do? Um, so, 
Alright, uh, I was at the Grand Masquerade uh, yesterday, it's a uh, festival here in Montreal, presented by Loto Quebec, and with the rain that we had here in Montreal, it was uh, torrential rain, so basically all the Star Wars characters were just as if they were walking out on Camino. So that was very interesting. And we had tons of fun. And uh, I'm pretty sure that a few of our, uh, of our friends will actually be getting uh, very nice cold from it. Hopefully not, but right now it's not looking good. It has been kind of like Camino lately in Montreal. Yeah. For, for weeks now. Not as much water. The alliance involvement with with the Grand Masquerade. Uh, basically, the, uh, the 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 folks from the Grand Masquerade actually called us because we were there last year. And they wanted to see us there again this week, uh, well, this year. So we've been uh, we've been there, and uh, they were just happy. We were about two je two Jedi plus me. Uh, there were uh, two guys in full full armor suit. So even though with the rain, hopefully they're they're not going to be uh, too cold. <laughs> I'm hoping they're going to survive. Actually, funnily enough, the the guys in full armor only have a, uh, a spandex bodysuit underneath it. So once it's humid, that's it. But it was. Yeah, exactly. So, so that was kind of funny. It, w it was really cold at the end of the of the evening, but uh, we had uh, we had tons of fun about doing the 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 entire thing again. And uh, most likely, we're going to do it next year if they uh, if they so wish. Uh, they gave us about uh, two months, no, not even, about a month and a half notice. And uh, we, they were really like, oh, we need about 20,000 people. Okay. There were about 100 people uh, under the rain yesterday for the, uh, for the entire thing, so. Sorry? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Alright, well, uh, with... Uh, is there anything that you'd like to add to this, Keith? Uh, well, about the Grand Masquerade? Uh, not I don't know if you've been on Friday, because no, it was like an, uh, I was, a weekend uh, event. I, I didn't uh, get to it this year, but um, it, uh, it's, it's usually quite an interesting uh, and uh, visually fun event, uh, to be sure. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I don't have anything to add uh, in terms of uh, the Grand Masquerade this year, because unfortunately I wasn't there. <laughs> All right, then. Well, on this note, we're going to go straight into the uh, news segment. Uh, right now in the chat with us is uh, only Admiral, uh, Dark Magi, Skylover, SC, and TPM. So uh, thank you for joining us, all of you, and of course, myself. Uh, right now we're going to go into the Fan Audio News to see what's, going, what's been going on in the Fan Audio fandom in the past few weeks. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Somewhat, yep. 
Um, Alright, so in Fan Audio News this week, well, uh, we were glad to announce that the VaderCast is returning. After a brief uh, hiatus, the uh, VaderCast has returned with their fourth episode. A new episode featured an interview with Tim Miller, chair- chairman of FanCon 3. You can expect the regular schedule to resume, including a special mini-episode later in the week. Also, uh, Carson Cast has had a new... Uh, co-host to their, to their crew, along with a brand new episode of Curse uh, Cast 15, CC number 15, featuring the first in the two-part series of video game reviews, James Everett has let us know that he has now bought on a new crew member for the show. This new member team is Rebecca Gaval, who will be handling news coverage for the project. Uh, we'd like to join in James and welcoming Rebecca to Fan Audio Family. Yay! Welcome! And uh, in uh, sad news this week, we've heard that Star Wars Bookies has been cancelled. Uh, the word from Brandon, the uh, producer of the show, is basically, I have shut down production on Star Wars Bookies. My enthusiasm for um, Star Wars books remains, but I have found that I would rather hold actual conversation about them than just talk at people with a radio program. Also, I've not even been able to make time to listen to any fan audio lately, let alone, let alone produce any. I I thank all of the people who listen to the episodes that have been produced. I'm sorry that I never posted an episode for the Return of the Jedi novelization. For those curious, I rate it as a 10 out of 10. For further details, you can email me at uh, tar- tarkinthewalk at hotmail.com. And the website will still be running until August 1st, 2007, so you can download any episodes that you want before that date. So, we still have a few, uh, few months to download uh, all of this. That's right. Well, it's when you're doing something as fine audio, such as a podcast, and you're yeah. talking to your computer. Then some people are are downloading downloading the the end result after you've edited it all and all, and all of that. You don't get as much feedback as we can get. You know, right now I can just take a look at the chat room and I can see people that are talking right now. Uh, they're uh, they're saying that you know Admiral says that uh, the Departed was a very good movie. The movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, what's his name. Jack Nicholson. No, I'm thinking about the other guy. Thank you, Matt Damon. And um, apparently, it's some some really good stuff. And it's a movie I was, you know, I wanted to go see, so I'm most definitely going to go check it out. And hopefully, Admiral was right. Actually, I saw I saw that one too. Yeah, it, it is a good movie. It's it a good is, movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a good ride. Absolutely, right. go see that one. So, we've got two people now saying us to go see the movie. So, definitely, we'll have to go see that. Um, Alright, well that's all for the uh, Fan Audio News, so right now we're going to go straight into the community update with what's been going on in the Star Wars verse. Alright, well, uh, this week was the 10th anniversary of the Shadow of the Empire book, and uh, we know that uh, Shadow of the Empire is one of the Star Wars, you know, expanded universe that actually splashed into everything, basically video game, we had the audiobook, we had the wonderful book, we had... uh, the so many other things that came out, the comic books afterwards that came out, and even to this day, we, we still have like another. Uh, there's the other series, uh, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire Evolution, that came out, and we've been able to actually take a look at 
all of this great universe and we're just really glad that it just spawned out from this one book and uh, written written in a story that that's placed just between the Empire Strikes Back and uh, Return of the Jedi. So that was a really really good book and we're really happy so yay for the entire Star Wars universe yay. to give us to, to to have given us this. In uh, collecting news, basically uh, the the entire list for the miniature series Starship Battles I, I can see my friend Chris over there in the back, sort of smiling. He's like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> uh, it's the uh, latest in the uh, Star Wars miniature series uh, that's been coming out from Wizards, and uh, the entire the entire list has has come out. And uh, I'm not gonna go through it because there's basically 60 uh, figures that are gonna be included in that list. But yes, the Falcon will be in there. The uh, Vanator Star Destroyer is going to be in there as well, as well as the Star Destroyer. Uh, the Cloak-Shaped Fighter, Vader's TIE Fighter is going to be there, Luke's X-Wing of course, so you're going to be able to most likely have a Death Star map and just have fun and enjoy yourself going that. And uh, the rest is basically all of the m main uh, fighters that you see d during the Star Wars period. They're all in there. Uh, one, one that's really cool is the Asajj Ventress Starfighter and uh, you, you even have Anakin's Jedi Interceptor. So they really went from Episode 1 to all the way to Episode 3 and... Most impressive. No, it's 60, 60 miniatures in the... 60 separate miniatures in the entire uh, collection. And the Executor is going to be in there. So hopefully they're going to come out with some sort of, you know, Death Star just like they did with the Adat. And uh, we're going to be able to do some real major damage. That's going to be fun. Death Star Runch. <laughs> Death Star Trench Run on the uh, on all on all the on the, the little tables. That's going to be fun. Just grab yourself a soccer ball. <laughs> That's going to be the size about. Yeah, it's miniature gaming on the table. Uh, right now they're ta they're saying that it's most likely going to be uh, in a free space environment. So you're going to be able to just have like measuring tape, and be able to dis to discern how far they can go. Yeah, unlike the Star Wars miniatures right now, which are displacing by an inch by inch by inch square. So in terms of displacement, you're going to be able to move absolutely freely with your ship. So I can't wait to see how that's going to turn out. I think it's going to bring out a new you know wave of fans into the Star Wars miniatures gaming. Something for Royal Con next year. Right. Local gaming convention. Definitely. Just wrapped up a few weeks ago, and it'll be back next year. And we're going to have a Death Star trench run uh, in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> were there any civilian contractors on the Death Star when it was blown up? The, fir the, the first one, most likely not. The second one, the rumors have it that no. But Imperial propaganda could be behind that. You never know. That's it. And we all know that a stormtrooper most likely cannot fix a toilet, so... Yeah. Chances are there were. Yeah, that's it. Alright, well, uh, now we got some really breaking news, and we're really happy to bring them to you in our Celebration 4 update. Big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim Territories. Order! We shall have order! The crowds are going nuts! Ooh. 
Alright, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been waiting for the word to come from Lucasfilm that the Star Wars Celebration registration was open. Well, it's going to open tomorrow, approximately at noon Pacific Standard Time. So just ch check around around 11.38. That's my bet. <laughs> um, hopefully the servers are not going to do like uh, two years ago and they're not going to crash with 40,000 fans clicking on register here at the same time. Uh, this this year, however, they did something different with Gen Con still uh, doing the uh, the event, and the housing uh, has been taken care of. As you all know, the Los Angeles Convention Center is quite far, f and it's big, but it's also very f somewhat far from any hotels, at least two to three blocks. And uh, the only one hotel that's really close is most likely going to be Swamp like this. So. What they did, instead of blocking their servers with having people trying to find out like which hotel they'd like to stay at, they've decided that they're going to be selling the registration this Monday, and on Thursday, November 2nd, they're going to start sending codes so you can actually go back to the site, register for the hotel, and start having start start doing the other things, such as preparing for your flight, which is... Around here, Air Canada has uh, some premium flight tickets for $1,600 to Los Angeles, straight flight. I think the, the, the cheapest is WestJet, and it's about um, $800, to $500 to $800, give or take, and it takes a day to get there. So that's going to be very interesting and uh, we're going to be taking a look in the further uh, in the next few shows on uh, what you should do if you come from uh, from from the states what you should do if you come from Canada like us what you should do if you come from the Euro from Europe cuz hey you guys have a convention over there so you know you might as well just stay over there they're most likely going to do a cut and paste of Star Wars Celebration 3 for the most part uh, of course four day and single day badges are going to be available for purchase for this wonderful event that is Star Wars Celebration 4 it's going to be uh, held from May 24th to the 28th at uh, the Los Angeles Convention Center, as I was saying earlier. However, on May 24th, there will it w it's going to be only a day for fan from the official fan club. So if you're a member of the official fan club and you bought your Star Wars Celebration 4 badge for the entire duration, you're going to be able to enjoy a fifth day uh, for free. And uh, that's most likely going to be held... Yes, it's the Victoria Day weekend. And the funny thing about this particular... Memorial, Memorial Day weekend for them. Uh, the, the funny thing about this is that it's also th around the time which uh, Star, Star Wars came out. The first Star Wars New Hope, 30 years ago. And uh, we're celebrating 30 years of Star Wars w at that convention. And the fun thing is that you're going to get a, f a, a, load, a load of stuff during that weekend. Um, but for the uh, like the official list of C Celebration 4 benefits goes as follow. The members-only Celebration 4 lanyard that will make members stand out from the crowd and grant them exclusive access to the benefits at the show. Now, last time, it was basically a bright orange uh, lanyard with your badge on, and I can tell you that 90% of the people there, of the 37,400,000 fans, 90% uh, of those people add an orange lanyard. <laughs> So it promises to be very fun against this year. <laughs> well, next year when it, when the, the the show takes place. Of course, you're going to get again an exclusive access to the fan club lounge, featuring games, prizes, and scheduled meet and greet sessions with celebrities from the cast and crew of the Star Wars sagas, which is always very interesting. 
Uh, special shows and entertainment schedule for fan club members only. Now this is something new, and I can't wait to see with what twist Gen Con is going to do is going to go with this. I have a lot of faith in Gen Con because it's their second time uh, doing a convention, organizing a Star Wars celebration. So now they know what they're facing. And of course, you're going to get four friends and family coupons for members who purchase four-day badges through online registration. Friend and family coupons allow members to bring non-members to an exclusive fan club event and exhibits during the free members-only day. Passes will be collected at the door and can be used only once. In addition to their friends and family coupons, uh, non-members must be accompanied by the fan club member and must also add a valid celebration for badge. Any non-members attending the free members-only day must have... Uh, a valid four-day badge. No single-day badge will be admitted on Thursday, May 24th. So, Keith, would you actually think of bringing the, the entire family to Los Angeles, do a little bit of sightseeing, and then go to oh, Star Wars Celebration? That would be fun, certainly. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to get down to L.A., and not just for Star Wars uh, Celebration, but uh, just to visit the, uh, the, the mecca of uh, uh, American movie-making. Mm -hmm. uh, There'll be a lot of interesting things to see down there. So, uh, his son is a major Star Wars fan, isn't he? He's uh, yes, he is. He's a huge Star Wars fan. He's uh, he's he's uh, he knows more than I do about it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, he's coming along nicely. Thank you very much. All right, good good raising you kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the fun thing I was talking about hotels earlier. Uh, many who are eager to travel to Celebration 4 have been curious about the hotel room availability. There is a large number of hotel rooms held specifically for Celebration 4 attendees. Rates vary by hotel, but fans may find less expensive rates when they reserve to the official Celebration 4 site. Hotel code will be emailed to purchasers after the order of uh, their Celebration 4 admission badges starting on November 2nd. This code will allow them to reserve their room online as long as rooms are available. Now last time we had rooms available pretty much up to the day of the convention. Uh, that wasn't a big, big problem. I can only tell you that uh, there's difference of opinions in terms of hotels. Some hotels have actually raised their prices because of uh, the, the, the room block and uh, others have lowered them down. For those of you who are at the Figaro Hotel, I wish you the best of luck because in all honesty uh, the Figaro is like one of the worst hotel in LA uh, so that so does Google say and pretty much all of the travel site has, I, I've been at I actually funnily enough I actually registered there for for room for like an entire week and um, I don't they haven't called me back and I know they had my whole credit card information so that's not gonna go through <laughs> I can so I can cancel up to like a month in advance. So I'm not or so you think. No, well, pretty much like what happened. What happened to a lot of uh, of a lot of uh, people is that uh, their cancellations with their their hotel room was just canceled on them without, and they just called back and they said, "Let yeah, I got this reservation number. Oh, we don't have that in our system, sir." <laughs> so that's how reliable they are. All right. <laughs> uh, well, for those of you who are wondering how much is it gonna cost for that uh, five days of entire fun, uh, just before I go on that, I just want to want to say that uh, there is a lot of Star Wars activities that are also going to be planned for the entire week surrounding that particular weekend uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, that that came that comes from Lucasfilm straight. So, 
we'll just have to see and wait. But for us Canadian fans, it's always good to go there for seven days because then when you come back, you can bring more stuff without paying a lot of taxes. About four hundred dollars a bit or something like that. Um, all right, so uh, pre-registration, which is starting on Monday, will have you pay the four-day adult for a hundred and ten dollars, the four-day child for forty-five dollars, one-day adult forty dollars, and one-day child twenty dollars. Uh, if you're uh, six to twelve years old, uh, that's the child. Uh, that's a child ticket, child badge. If you're under six, well, you can go in free. So I'll, I'll have to shave the beard and uh, try and talk in a squeakier voice, but I don't know if they'll buy that I'm under six. So under six feet, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am under six. I'm telling you, I am under six. So, uh, of course, the um, on-site purchase is uh, going up a little bit. For the adult is $125, four-day child is $55, one-day adult $45, and one-day child is going to be $25. So, here's the proof to you who are going to conventions who don't know a thing about going to conventions. It's always better to pre-reg. Always pre-reg when you go to convention. Uh, yeah, I just I just told him it's a four-day adult pass is going to be one hundred twenty-five dollars at the door. At the door. Yep. On site. And what one ten was it for pre? Uh, one ten for pre-reg. Okay. Yep. So it's only a f it's only a fifteen dollars saving uh, all in all, but to not have to go through the hassle of waiting at the line to get in order to get your ticket the first day, that's going to be. Um, that's one more Star Wars action figure you can buy. Yeah, if you pre-register. That's right, because you can go to those uh, wonderful li little lines and you know get your souvenir things and all that. And one thing that's really fun is that this time around we've been promised a 24-hour, around-the-clock, celebration store. So everything that's going to be for sale in the store, you you can actually go there on Thursday evening, at eight o'clock, start lining up and come out. You know on Saturday at noon after lining up after buying all your stuff because there's going to be so many people in there but hopefully that will actually rid us of that long line problem because it's always been such a problem alright well we're going to do a short break now and we're going to be right back live from Munso with our main subject which is will the Star Wars TV show get cancelled by Fox on the long run we'll see At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct.
And welcome back to Star Wars Sound Director Voice of Star Wars Fandom. And uh, right now, Keith, uh, I'm going to go straight with you. I'm okay. going to point at my screen. I'm going to make you read the names of the people who are in the chat with us right now. So we have... Uh, uh, okay, we have Admiral uh, Dehost, Dark Image. Yeah. Ima okay. DIJ, uh, Skylover SC, and TPM. That's right. And uh, I can tell you that Scar Skylover SC is actually uh, from uh, Europe. So he's a hardcore fan, and right. we have we have a, a hand raised in the in the back of the room. Yeah, my 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 son has a question. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Okay. But he he, it does. Okay. Well, then he has two questions because the first question was was uh, if 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 he can, if, he can if anybody uh, here, if, any, if anybody knows anything about a Jurassic Park four. Uh, we heard, you know, some years ago that they were planning to make one, and uh, but not much since. So, anybody out there listening, uh, sure let us know. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's definitely Scott. It's my question too, but uh, <laughs> but it was Scott that reminded me of it. Yeah, because with you and all the. Okay, and what, what was your second question? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, a little bit of shyness, I think here. So. Well, there. <laughs> I can tell you that right now the there is a Jurassic Park 4 in pre-production by Steven Spielberg and, and it is uh, also known as JP4 and it is uh, signed for release in 2008. 2008. Okay, there you go. A couple of years. So That's uh, that's all the all the news that we have about it. 2008. All right, good. Thank you IMDb. <laughs> all right, so now with our uh, main subject, will the Star Wars TV show get cancelled by Fox? You know, it's uh, it's been like 10 years, almost to the day, that uh, Fox announced the cancellation of this great show called Space Above and Beyond. And uh, now there's you know not, nothing much we can do about it except go and buy the DVD, which is actually very sadly pretty lame, the DVD box set for SAB, uh, almost like the Firefly box set for those of you who are Browncoats fan, uh, it's, you know, slim cases and two DVD by cases, it's really, really cheap, and it really showed that Fox doesn't really know where the fans are at, to, to a certain extent, um, but then you have Star Wars, and that's like one of their holy things, and... Do you think that they would be willing to actually go to the extent of cancelling it? Well, yeah, okay, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Well, ultimately, it'll, I mean, it, it all boils down to ratings, and if it gets the ratings, then gets the advertising dollars, then they'll keep it on the air. That's that's the short answer. That's you know. It's all it's already it's already <laughs> merchandised up the wazoo. But no, I think I think you know as long as the show performs well, uh, it'll stay on the air. I think the question probably more accurately should be. If the show is not getting the ratings that they hope for, will Fox, will Fox, yeah, will Fox cancel it? And uh, and of course, Star Wars fans would not want to see it canceled. Uh, but uh, if it's not doing well in the ratings, um, that might happen. What if it's like Enterprise? Well, there you go. Same same kind of thing. If uh, 
<laughs> Voyager was a very good series. <laughs> Yeah, and no, but it still had five good years of running, and you know the fan base was there and all that. So. I I think that's. I think that's the beef that people have with Fox, with television in general, but with Fox in particular is, is they don't. They don't give uh, a new show uh, a chance, the chance that it needs. You know, yeah, exactly. They will not. I mean, Firefly. Firefly, I think, would have grown the way, uh, for example, Buffy did or X Files did. You know, previously, it would eventually have have, uh, I think, become a hit show because it was a very well written show, and it was, uh, you know, it was, it was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and, cheer, and you know, if Cheers had come out, you know, uh, fifteen years later, uh, it probably would have been canceled. You yeah. gotta give, you gotta give shows a chance to find an audience, and uh, give them at eventually least one they full will season at one yeah. particular time slot. Eventually, they will perform. You know. Now, mind you, Star Wars comes in comes with a built-in audience, so they may be expecting more from a Star Wars television show than they might from from you know an average TV show. Yeah. So Tales of the Gold Monkey, and um, what's the other one? Bring Him Back Alive, that was it, yeah. Well, even just last season, you had Surface, uh, which lasted, the, the, the Sea Monster uh, show, that lasted a season. Uh, not back this year, you had Invasion, which uh, which was, it started off slowly, but it was really developing into a, into a pretty, into a pretty creepy, uh, you know, it, it's gone, it's cancelled. Yeah. 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 No, it's canceled. It never. It. It. It, it didn't. It. It didn't come back uh, for a second season. So. It gets. Yeah. It gets ripped off. Uh, or. Or if there's a. I find. I find if there's a. A promising idea that. Gets off to a slow start. Uh, they have no mercy, and and they'll cancel it if it's not if it's not generating the ratings that they need and they expect. Then it's gone, and that's unfortunate because there are a lot of interesting shows uh, that could have that could have developed into something uh, something much more. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is that television networks have to, you know, be mindful. <laughs> uh, if I can use the phrase uh, or the word uh, of uh, moving shows around indiscriminately, uh, preempting shows. Uh, you know, Fox, of course, with the with their baseball uh, coverage. You know, the season just gets started, and then 
you know, all of a sudden you're you're into baseball for for a couple of weeks, and uh, and uh, all those shows all get uh, get dumped, canceled, canceled preempted, uh, or they or they start running reruns uh, within uh, you know a few weeks of starting the season, and then you're into a, into. Well, that's you know, and that's where they lose people because people, you know, you, you get used, you get you you get used to coming in on a given night at a given time, and uh, if it gets moved around too much, you lose track of where it is. If it gets um, um, uh, preempted by something else, uh, you know, that that frustrates the uh, the audience as well, and um, they have to be careful about that kind of thing. Uh, at least from an audience point of view, I find it frustrating when I get interested in a show. And then it starts jumping all over the the, the schedule, so. But I think Star Wars, Star Wars would be a different kettle of fish because it it is such a, a big uh, uh, property and uh, built, you know. <laughs> well, Dej Dej uh, in the chat from uh, who's from England actually, uh, he says that. Uh, they're not going to cancel it because they need something for the money, for the lineups, for, yeah. you know, for the toys and all that. Well, that's what they have baseball for. Money. Well, I think, uh, I think that, no, I think they might well cancel it uh, if it doesn't perform, ultimately. But I think that they'll probably give it a little bit more of a chance than they might give uh, an ordinary uh, TV show just because it's Star Wars. Also, the possibility exists that, uh, that uh, George Lucas might insist that there is a guarantee of you know so many episodes before it can be cancelled before yeah. he'll allow it to be uh, yeah he does have a certain amount of clout uh, and uh, certainly with Fox uh, and he could say to them look uh, you're going to guarantee me a season or two seasons or whatever it might be uh, and that's that if you want this show that's what I'm going to ask of you that's it and, and hassle free and yeah. you just air it and you'll see if it picks up or something like that because I mean that's what happened with you know, if we take a look at what happened with the, uh, the 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 Star Wars prequels, Episode One, about what seventy five percent of fans were just gonna say, "That's not Star Wars movies. We're not touching the prequels. We don't want to hear from it." George Lucas just ruined my 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 childhood and all that. And then Episode Two came out, and it's like, oh, okay, it's getting better. And then Episode Three came out, and it all made sense. So, if he actually is writing the show in that particular way, where we're gonna have to wait 13 episodes where we actually understand the the whole character scheme and all that of the first seasons of the first season. Well, that's that's also is like will people be willing to be that patient? Uh, I'm guessing that there's many different ways he can go with the TV show. He can actually choose to uh, go with a simple uh, different point of view. And go with the Empire's point of view, and having the rebels uh, being, you know, the bad guys Yay! for the duration of the show, the and Empire. that'd be that that could be actually be very interesting. It would be sort sort of an Infinities kind of thing, and um, then you 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 could also go with uh, just you know some simple bounty hunter stories or something straight out of the the expanded universe with uh, different uh, different people and all that. Well, regardless of of, of what direction they go. Uh, you know, if it's a good show, people will watch. And certainly, if it's a good Star Wars so- show, people will watch. And uh, and if that happens, then I don't think we have any problem at all. the 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 question remains: is is it going to get canceled? And the only the only thing that would cause it to be canceled is if it's not a good show, if it's not performing well. Yep. And that might be upsetting to the fans, but 
it is a reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, although I do think, as I, as I said earlier, I think that because it's Star Wars, they'll give it a little bit more leeway than they might give another show. Yep. The, uh, the last comment I'm going to take from the chat is from uh, Skylover from France. He says, um, there's, no, there's no, you know, actual uh, broadcaster that's been chosen for the series yeah, as of that's yet. True. Anyways, uh, we're just... We're, we're just, assuming it'll be we're Fox. We're just assuming it's going to be Fox. Um, the parent because, because Fox sort oh, of, of yes, 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 yes. <laughs> owns the right to Star Wars. Yeah. But ba- I, I, I that, no. basically what's, uh, what he's saying is that just because it's Star Wars, there's always going to be a you know a, a broadcaster that's going to be able to take it under its wing, and there's um, also mentioned that Star Wars pulls the rating in. Of course they will because you know it's going to give it. it of course they of course they're going to give it a better chance. I just hope they give it a good time slot. Yeah, but Enterprise was only on UPN, and that was a very specialized network that we didn't get in Canada at first. So. That's one reason, one of the main reasons for which it flopped. Fox is a more mainstream uh, yeah. network, and uh, you know certainly if if Fox were to you know or whoever ends up broadcasting it were to drop it, I'm sure there'd be other networks that would be very quick to pick it up uh, if they if there was a sufficient fan base to support it. So it'll end up on the air somewhere. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, on this note, we're actually going to end the show, because we're already at this time of the hour. So uh, right now I'm going to take a few seconds to uh, announce that the next show is going to be on Sunday, November 12th, 2007. That's going to be right after the Arcadia Festival here in Montreal. Um, Arcadia. Arcadia Festival. Video games and all that. And uh, that's sadly, un- unlike uh, what we had uh, been told in uh, Toronto... The guys from Video Games Live are not going to be coming to Montreal, so maybe another time. Now, um, that uh, that particular show is going to be Star Wars on Direct number 95. It's going to be Criterion Star Wars. Should the Star Wars collection and saga be introduced into the Criterion collection of DVDs? Uh, that's a little something to give you guys all something to think about. Now, if you have any comments about the show or that you would like to make suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at swendirect.com or leave a message on our blog or message boards. To become a partner or a sponsor, uh, you can send an email to info at swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is, after all, the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show, add our URL to your message board signatures, and of course, go vote for us on Podcast Alley every month and you know what it's coming up Wednesday is the beginning of the month so go vote for us you just go on the website at www.swendirect.com and just click on the little vote for us uh, button let me throw in a quick uh, quick plug for Monsfa uh, which is the Montreal Science Fiction and Fantasy Association uh, if you're in the Montreal area check us out at monsfa.com that's M-O-N-S-F-F-A dot com and our next meeting is uh, November 19th at the uh, Downtown Days Hotel at 1005 Guy Street yep. and thanks for having us uh, Sebastian well thanks for having me and uh we're being told that if you want a good time at the Montreal Science Fiction Fantasy Association, you can always call Uncle Bernie at 555.212. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much to uh, Monster for receiving somebody, us today. Somebody changed the script. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> 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 All 
Thanks to all of our sponsors, of course, sitclan.net, simple-net.ca, the Podcast Entertainment Network at tsfpn.com, and of course, Sennheiser, the spirit, style, and power of sound. Thank you to all of our partners in thebloodonline.com, the Star Wars aficionados, um, planetfandom.com, hail to the fanboys and girls, Hennekin and his angels.com, nerve-anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors on the internet, very good website, you should all go check it out. FurryConflict.com, Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict audio drama, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are keeping collectors on target week after week, and of course, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, the Galactic Senate message boards, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio, which is available at StarWarsWithZ.com. Now, of course, all of these links are available on our website at www.swendirect.com. And for everyone here at Monster and everyone here at Star Wars Undirect, this is Sebastian saying, see you next time on Frackin' Star Wars Undirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swondirect.com for more information about upcoming shows.